Hello, everybody. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. It is February 22nd, 2003, and you are listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. everybody we got so much content to get into we're gonna get it to you right now we have all of the day's news in the bachelor nation universe compiled here in a quick under 30 minute daily afternoon episode i want to thank everyone who's tuning in for the first time from the podcast i did with uh, jess ambrose of course she hosts a podcast called your mom and dad pod it is a super successful uh podcast following her uh sort of uh, ending of the chatty broads podcast so hello to the chatty broads out there and hello to the your mom and dad podcast audience i appreciate you checking us out i am dave neal and i am going to just compile some of today's news in the first First story will be a quick Chris Harrison uh, podcast clip here where he says he understands why the Bachelor producers in ABC would want him back. Uh, is it delusional? Maybe. Worth a listen. I'm also going to share a clip of Nick Vial agreeing with me and other uh, recappers in the idea that Greer completely dropped the ball in the way, I'm sorry, in the idea that Zach shall cross drop the ball in how he handled a conversation with Greer. We've been talking about this nonstop. It is fascinating. I'm going to share a clip that I had with uh, Jess on her podcast, Your Mom and Dad. And you're going to listen to Nick Vial demand an apology from Zach. Let's get into all of that right now. Do me a favor if you haven't already. Follow, like it, skip it, uh, slide it, bop it, press it, twist it, whatever you need to do. Hit the review, rate it, and I appreciate all the support out there. All right, let's go to Chris Harrison. This clip was actually compiled by group dates podcast on instagram let's have a listen i think these conversations have happened mm-hmm. probably and and mm-hmm. here's why i think it would almost be crazy not to if you're running a business any business at all and that business sales are down 50 to 60 percent objection and right. falling and everybody can see the numbers we know what's happening and you think there's something that could change that and fix that. Of course, you're going to have that conversation. You would be crazy not to have that conversation. And with the advent of this podcast, the most dramatic podcast ever, they've seen the numbers. They've seen right. the response in my social media. They're not deaf to all of that. They've seen what's happening. So am I, I shocked? He, I love that he was going to say they're not blind to all that, but he's like, well, it is an audio podcast. That these conversations are happening? No, it's not. It would not be a surprise. In fact, I would be shocked if they weren't happening. Do- All right. So I have the full video up on my YouTube channel. You can check me just, I don't know. I'm not lambasting him. Look, he's the lead in his own story. He believes it. I don't. I think the only way Chris Harrison is invited back is if Jesse Palmer quits. It's his job to keep. All right. Because on Valentine's Day, there was this report. Exit remorse. ABC considers bringing back ousted host Chris Harrison to boost ratings. Moments later, another story came out. ABC denies reports. They are considering bringing back Chris Harrison. So Chris Harrison, uh, like the consummate professional, refuses to share the other side of the story, which is an immediate, uh, no, we're not going to be doing that. Uh, But as far as ratings are concerned, here's what Bachelor Data Susanna has to say regarding the slip in ratings. It's another season of The Bachelor, so we're getting all the media headlines about how ratings are the worst they've ever been. Let's discuss the reality of what's really going on. First off, these headlines are not new. Here's one from 2019, 2017, and even one from 2012, over 10 years ago. 
And let's be real, here's one from left and right-leaning media. So it just goes to show the ratings have always been slipping, and it's not just because the show doesn't have Chris Harrison. It just so happens ratings are slipping across all cable platforms and broadcast TV because there are more options than the three main channels. There's more options than young Sheldon, younger Sheldon, and youngest Sheldon, right? There's now old Sheldon, the uh, the uh, futuristic version of Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon in 2080. Uh, he's just some like crazy lunatic. Sheldon, he's like on a coke binge sheldon got rich and you blew all of his residuals on crack um so anyway yeah there's a ton of content out there it's not just bachelor but also the nielsen ratings are super archaic in the way that they manage how people watch their tv uh as far as the show dipping sure yeah of course there's a ton of other dating shows but it still is the single largest uh you know uh, dating show in the u.s and i know that because it's the show i mainly cover now you know i say oh love is blind gets many views yeah those shows are aired internationally but as far as water cooler content no one's like did you hear what happened on perfect match now you might enjoy that show but it doesn't it doesn't uh, command the culture in the way the bachelor still does and because it's so cheap to produce i don't see it going anywhere anytime soon and i don't see chris harrison being invited back well so we've been covering this greer v uh, uh, uh zach shall cross story as you know, you watch the show on Monday night. Um, I'm going to have different clips of people kind of slamming uh, Gre- uh, Zach for this. Uh, I keep on wanting to say Greer because it's kind of like a, in, a, in a, a unisex name, I feel like, Greer, right? Um, I only know guys named Greer, but now we know a female named Greer. Anybody can be named Greer. I don't care. Uh, Greer Factor. It's a show where Greer tries to eat cockroaches. Okay, so there's tons of people chiming in the first we've heard of alumni was wells adams saying you know the lead should really have empathy when somebody tries to come to them and and you know offer you know what you know you know it was in good faith essentially it was in good faith a greer tried to relate to zach and of course we're going to share nick saying that zach should apologize but uh, one story i don't have here but you can go check it out on my youtube channel is that rachel Recchia actually chimed in and said, hey, let's have some compassion and grace for the leads of the show, which is shocking because all we hear nonstop is Zach talking about how his previous experience had someone he thought he loved, but they turned out to be different, essentially calling her very fraudulent and uh, two-faced or whatever, you know? Um, and, And the more I hear from Zach, the more I start to change my opinion or at least become a little bit more hesitant and wondering, you know, how is that going to be dealing with some of the ladies on this show that he doesn't want there? And, um, you know, what? it'd be interesting to hear your opinion. So let me know. You can follow me on Instagram at dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. All right. Well, let's share this next clip where we continue to discuss all things Zach Shellcross. Boy, we didn't think five weeks in that the conversation would lead to people turning on Zach, but now alumni like Nick are demanding an apology. We've got Greer clapping back. That's right. Greer, we'd never see this. Greer clapping back. She's still on the show. She hasn't been kicked off. She's on Zach Shellcross' the season of The Bachelor, and she's clapping back at the narrative after he kind of shamed her for an analogy she was trying to make where she related to him. This is the first time in a long time where I've got most Bachelor commentators all agreeing. Nick Vial, 
Um, we have got Dr. Dan Sturkowski. The only person who's actually saying, hey, give Nick's, give Zach some grace is pilot Rachel, Rachel Recchio, which we're going to get into in the next video. But right now, Greer Claps back. Do me a favor. Follow me on Instagram at dneals, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, behind the scenes bonus content. I'll have that to you at 10 a.m. this morning. In Bachelor Rush Hour, the afternoon podcast every single day. If you're new to my channel, I have an afternoon podcast where I'm giving you new content. I actually included a clip from my Q&A with Katie Thurston. I'll include another clip today from our live sold out event. So if you want to go check that out, unique content, Patch the Rush Hour, link in the comment section. All right, let's get into it. Here's Greer. So we saw what Zach did. She was on Zoom with him and she was like, I'm sorry you got COVID. I got it once last year when I was like end of year sales goals. And he's like, this isn't sales. And this is why the audience is so mad. Our audience is 92% women. Those are those. That's the core demographic of who watches the show. And if you boil it down, you essentially have Zach saying, my pursuit of love is more important than your livelihood, than what you do with your career. That's what he was saying. So, I mean, and I'm conflating it, but, but it wasn't like a quick disagreement. He even reiterated, he kind of like, kind of like, <laughs> kind of like, you know, really, really shoved it in her face there. At least that's what most people think. I think about 80% of people are on that page. About 20% say, no, come on. He was just being honest, keeping it real. And I was like, well, you have to look at these like tic-tac-y things in a relationship. Do you want someone who truly believes that their plights are more important than yours? Everyone's equal, baby. So Cheerio Greerio, which is Greer from the show, first impression Rose winner, said women who care about their careers are hot. And then she included a nice selfie there. And then what looks like, is that Batgammon or Parcheesi? I don't know. She had some sushi, a nice crop top type of look thing happening. And then a cup of tea is showing that. Or is it tea? Or, uh, it almost looked like coffee, but I guess that's tea. Maybe with some cream. I don't know. Either way, some more sushi. And then people said, uh, people commented like supporting her. It was completely out of line as soon as it came out out of his mouth that changed my opinion about him. It was a real a-hole thing to say. And we dive deep into this in the latest episode of Your Mom and Dad pod. I'm sorry, Your Mom and Dad. Yeah, podcast. All right, I got that right. Uh, with Justin Evan, where we talked for several hours about different topics in the Bachelor world. I'm going to share this in a second. Stick around for that piece of the convo. But first, here's what Nick Vial had to say. I, I feel like on some level, he... he he wants to be like a good guy. He wants to like, he doesn't want to interrupt the flow of the season. He doesn't want to miss out on all these dates. He knows it's bad. So he's already feeling a little bit like bad for not living up to his own idea of what he should be doing. And he wants to get back as soon as possible. And then someone says something and he's, he's already like primed to fight back or something. I don't know. It was very surprising. It was surprising. I've never seen him talk like that. It was kind of weird. And well, we we actually did see him talk like that with Anastasia, which we're going to get into, but we are starting to look a little closer with the magnifying glass and say, was this a one-time thing? Was this COVID brain? Uh, or was this something else? I'll make mistakes. We all overreact. We all could be triggered. I think my point is I genuinely think he owes her an apology. And if I ever get a chance to talk to Zach, that's my first question. I agree with Nick. Did I did I just say that? Did my <laughs> No, I actually think it, with most things I agree with Nick because I think most of his opinions are built on empathizing with the people and what they go through, which is exactly what Zach didn't do when it came to what Greer was trying to accomplish. Have you apologized to Greer for uh you were a dick to her. You were an absolute asshole to Greer for no reason. True. And you put her on blast and made her feel shitty about herself and, and stupid and made her feel like she did something wrong for doing absolutely nothing wrong. I am just curious, given the position of power that you've been given as The Bachelor, 
have you apologize to Groove. It, kind it of would felt- be a simple. Now, now I am one where people have commented, Dave, don't you normally give people the benefit of the doubt? Well, in this scenario, I'm giving that benefit of the doubt to Greer, that she was having a good faith conversation and he minimized her opinions and thoughts there. Maybe he's maybe he's no longer into her, which we'll get into in a second, because if you're no longer into someone and that is reason why you don't treat them as, you know, a basic human, then that's even more troubling. I don't know many scenarios in which he comes out looking good in this. Simple apology. Right. It kind and of I felt like he, he was like mansplaining I, love to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, like he was like, it's actually nothing like sales. And it's like, dude. <laughs> actually, was- love is everything like sales. Are you kidding me? Love is the biggest sale you can ever make. Will you take my rose? No. Okay. Well, my marketing was off. I'll have to go back. You got to pitch yourself. All love is is a sales pitch. You're at the bar. You're at the cocktail party. You're you're on the floor. You're in the conference room. Why is my product better than this chump over here? You're trying to sell that. But okay. she never even said it was. Like, she never said this is the exact same thing. It was right. more so, you know, I can kind of understand how you feel. It had more to do with getting COVID at an inopportune time and than bingo. it did about... Yeah. Da, 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 bingo. And I hate when people make comparisons and others say, this is not like that. Well, that's what a comparison is, you jackass. A comparison... Comparison is something similar yet different. Now, I understand when with heavy things, you never want to compare anything to, you know, what happened in the 30s and 40s. You know what I mean? You don't want to compare like, oh, this is no comparison to a much bigger thing where there was atrocities that were occurred. But the comparison here when we're talking about, uh, yeah, like she said, inopportune times you get COVID nail on the head love and he could have asked her like hey could you say more about that like wait huh i don't know what you mean like say like he could have if he really wanted to like be that nitpicky like he could have addressed it in a way that was not so like rude you know uh, that that is actually and i say this in the next clip i'm going to share i don't know if we're going to get to the part that i'm going to tell you right now but i say this it literally required him more effort more calories more wasted breath to hammer down his point than just to say yeah you're right you're absolutely right yeah it is yeah it's totally like sales it's one thing that i i i wonder about zach sometimes and i always leave a whole big chunk of <laughs> judgment because I know things get we don't know these people. out and, yeah. and, and all this stuff. But there have been times where like someone has shared something with him and instead of going deeper with them and saying, tell me more about that, he's just sort of Kicks said, off. thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you for being vulnerable. And then we move on. Now that's just, that could be an editing could thing be because, editing. Uh, because there's lots of like, you know, they can't just have every long conversation. Um, but he seems like a guy who listens generally and 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 is empathetic and cares so there have been times though where i've like go go deeper ask yeah. one, one more question even my- on his date with gabby that would have been a good when she was saying you know my last relationship really robbed me of this confidence yeah, and I how like, i looked what, and whatever what happened there? It, even as simple as saying you know how have you overcome that or how since then have you you know how can i help you you know there's yeah, so you many follow-ups deep into- yeah. and we had that with another i'm not sure who it was someone was like you know a few women have come up to him saying oh well you know like i don't know are you i don't know if this is the thing they kind of wanted reassurance for him and rather than giving him any of that he just sent him home so on some levels if he's not feeling it he's not feeling it but we're talking about basic human decency yeah. so like the uh, he, trauma he, or whatever it was for but like how did you amazing. go through yeah, yeah. yeah. how what, what was your anything else about that journey it you care to share definitely could be edited out it could be that's why i i, I even hesitate to so say it, but. but you would think you'd see a little bit more I, I i don't think you could totally blame the edit because it's there's a pattern with zach that he doesn't really have a lot of follow-ups 
with the in the types of moments. My favorite Zach line of the episode was when Gabby was like, "Yeah, the the little things are so such a big deal," and Zach's like, "Yeah, the little, little things, things are huge, are huge," <laughs> and I was like. That's it? There's no follow-up to that? Like, when the huge things are huge. So the question becomes, are we seeing Zach crack under pressure, or are we seeing his true colors? Here's my conversation with Jess and Evan on their hit podcast, Your Mom and Dad, which is out now across podcast platforms or YouTube. (laughs) All right, should we dive into this, this recap of all recaps? Okay, Dave, first initial thoughts from this episode. Well, we're starting to see the weight of the season come down on Zach. Yes. We're starting to see Zach. Um, it would, by the way, if you're on the audio only, you can't see my beautiful outfit, but I chose a vintage knit short sleeve, sort of almost like sweatery type of outfit with the uh, elastic cuffed arms there uh, to, to complement their vintage look. Which blows my mind. He's so serious about it. And it's like, you know, nobody works out after the show. Chill out a little bit. <laughs> You're like, the percentages aren't. He's like, I'm taking this serious, and it's like, do you think these ladies just came here for free for fun? You know, like I just quit I, their jobs. Like when, my God, when he got into that with Anastasia, Anastasia the other day, when he's like, are you here for the wrong reasons? Zach, take your hundred twenty-five thousand dollars and donate it to charity, and we'll find out who's here for the right reasons. And for those wondering, I had a fantastic time over at Jess and Evan's house for their podcast, Your Mom and Dad Pod. They're so talented with what they do. I've got so much respect for them, and I really appreciate that they're incorporating me into their content calendar. So if you haven't, go to their YouTube, their podcast, leave a review, tell them you heard them from over here. I'm sure a lot of their audience is coming to me, and my audience is going to them. It's all. It's very nice to collaborate with friends of like-minded energy levels in the community. Uh, they are off to big things. I'm so I'm just so happy their podcast seems to be thriving after Becca Martinez left. We wish the best for her, but it's good to see that Jess is just uh, crushing it as usual. All right, in our next story, this is an interesting one. There's some political elements to it, and the full video is 18 minutes long on YouTube, but I have the truncated version. This is Caroline Lunny, uh, and she posted some political thoughts about Biden visiting Ukraine. Why isn't he in Ohio? Kind of one of these talking points. And it was met by a lot of criticism from people because it came off very ignorant. And we want to dive a little deeper into the into actually what's going on, both domestically and abroad, and how Bachelor Nation fits into all of it. So have a listen and keep your mind open. Let me know what you think. Caroline posted this yesterday. And if you don't know Caroline, we got our Wikipedia here. She was uh, eliminated in week four of the 22nd season, fifth season of Bachelor in Paradise, and she's got a very large following. She's a realtor. So here's her repost. I'll share what she said, but uh, someone had posted number of miles from Washington, D.C. to Ukraine, 5,000. Mil- 5, <laughs> number of miles from Washington to East Palestine, Ohio, 290. So there's a, a catastrophic environmental disaster happening in northeastern Ohio right now. Uh, we're going to talk about that. There's also a humanitarian crisis with the war that's going on in Ukraine as Russia has invaded Ukraine one year ago. We are sending them boatloads of ammunition and weaponry and things like that to fight that war. We have not sent them any military. Okay? Important to know that. We have audience that leans left. We have audience that leans right. I have to navigate all of you so we don't get triggered and can have this conversation. I've got the kid gloves on. Are we all ready? I'm not pandering to either side. Calm the F down and just listen up. 
So Caroline says, just a reminder that the guy you voted for is giving your tax dollars to Ukraine while Americans suffer arguably one of the most horrific environmental disasters we've ever seen. Wondering where all my favorite loud leftists are now. You guys have been awfully quiet lately. She also says, my heart breaks for Ukraine. It does. But I continue to be grossly disappointed by our president's priorities and inability to put up us first. His continued lack of action should infuriate us. Our government is a disaster. Now, we're going to cover this. It's a false dichotomy. Why is he over there when we need help over here? There are so many areas that we need help with. We walk and chew gum at the same time. So many different things are going on right this second. We could say this about any situation. Why is Biden voting on a bill in Washington when we need to clean the homelessness problem in L.A.? I get it. There are multiple issues happening, and the one in Ohio needs not be forgotten about. Let's hear Caroline's response after posting that, because when you post anything political, you're going to get haters in all directions. So let's at least give the benefit to hear out what she has to say. My post from yesterday that I reshared for my friend, I understand that that is above my pay grade. I'm not a politician. I don't claim to be. Um, And I want to clarify a couple things. Just to remind everyone, I voted for Biden. Do I regret it a little bit? Maybe. Um, It's complicated. Um, But I did vote for Biden. So just so everyone knows, calm down. Um, and second of all, like, I believe what's happening in Ukraine is incredibly important. I don't, I'm not saying like, F- Ukraine, like, I see the big picture. I think what's happening to those people is awful. I think it's terrible. I understand the Ukraine trip has probably been in the works for a while now. That's not what I'm saying. I think Ukraine is very, very important. What I'm also saying is that I think we're not making Ohio as big of a deal as we should be. And I think it's then really we, important. And we shouldn't have compared Ukraine to Ohio. They are separate in both important issues. And it affects us in so many more ways than we even are beginning to realize. And it's it's catastrophic and no one's making a big deal about it. And, and, and to a point, she's not wrong. There are a lot of people, there's a lot of media, like it should be the lead story in all of our domestic media. It should be the lead story. What the hell went down in Ohio? Also, there are so many things that led up to this disaster. There will be more disasters like it if we don't have the right protections and the right standards set for our crippling infrastructure. This is a social pro. Okay, let, let, me, let me start here. Infrastructure is a social program. We say we don't like socialism. Okay, but you understand we have bridges that are crumbling. Our our country is actually like not in a good place for the last 50 years with regards to roads, bridges. I mean, if you travel to other first world countries, we have the ability to dump a lot of money into our infrastructure, into our railways, into a lot of the different aspects of our country and create American jobs to do that. And we're starting to in certain ways. Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden worked on getting a bridge in that connects Kentucky to Ohio. I know a lot about this. My wife is from that area and they've seen this bridge be crippling her entire life. So there is working across the aisle to get things done, but there's also the privatization of certain transportation companies that cut corners, and there's a lot of mischievous things happening, and that's important to talk about. But the idea that Ukraine has to be compared to Ohio is rubbish. It's funny because, yes, people were upset with me yesterday, but more people were actually... um thanking me for sharing that post, which I wasn't expecting. I knew that there was going to be backlash um, because 
where our country is super, super divided. Well, the backlash is not that we're divided. It that It's that we're not operating to our higher level of intelligence. The conversation can't be, why is he in Ukraine when he should be in Ohio? The conversation has to be like, let's stop being divided and, and get our our leaders in Congress and all these other places to put the money where it needs to go and not line the pockets of the right people or, you know, lobbyists uh, getting their way. No, this is a class system issue. This is the middle class getting shat on once again. Because I tell you what, the people in Ohio that live in a large radius of this incident are going to be left footing the bill. I'm confused. You're confused. We're all confused. But I think at the end of the day, we have to just remember um we have to take care of ourselves because no one's coming to save us. There's no one who's going to come and like fix our problems. It's us. Like we, it's that, I mean, yes, but we, that's absolutely what government is for the pooling of resources to fix our problems. We have to fix our own problems. And so all I'm saying is like, if we have a huge problem, like what's happening in Ohio that affects our food, our water, just all the things again, above my pay grade, but I know that this is huge. It's very important. It's very big. Um, I just think we should be taking it a little bit more seriously. And I think we it's like time is of the essence. That's all I'm saying. And time is of the essence to make sure you subscribe, follow, and like this podcast. It really helps us grow. You know, we've been in the top 10 or top 20 of entertainment news since we launched in the fall. And I've really enjoyed all of your positivity and all the comments you've left in the reviews. You know, there's different ways to support me if you enjoy what I'm doing and continue to support me as a content creator. You can come to a live stand-up show tonight. I'll be in Santa Barbara at Validation Ale. Tomorrow night, I'll be in Pacific Beach in San Diego. So I'm traveling a lot. And I love seeing you guys in the flesh. You can go for free to the Facebook community, Dave Neal's community. It's on Facebook. Just search that. I'll approve you, let you in. It's a super positive couple thousand or so folks. And you can always support us with some bread in the tip jar on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash D-A-V-E-N-E-A-L. There's always a link in the comments or in the description below. Uh, Patreon, I do probably three to five, usually around five, uh, extra bonus live streams every week. We call it Work With Dave. It's a way for me to talk to you about revenue, growing your YouTube channel, creating content, or if you just want some camaraderie while you also work from home, we call it Work With Dave. And you can go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal for that, plus full stand-up comedy clips. I've been posting some of the Q&A clips from the uh, chat I had with Katie Thurston at our sold-out stand-up show this past Wednesday. So lots to do and see over there. I appreciate all your support. Until tomorrow, I'll be back. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Yeah.